Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is a short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week, only about 13 or so minutes long each day, but that fits into our busy schedule and routine. We can listen to it on the way to work in the morning or coming home from work in the evening, take a little break at work or during our daily chores, whatever the case might be, we can fit that in. And getting into God's word every day is critical because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. You can help people in your life to change their lives and come to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ by getting them into God's word and sharing these messages with them. With everybody you know, you can share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, but make it a point to share these short studies with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. The gospel. The word means good news. The Apostle Paul wrote, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. In other words, for everybody in every generation. The gospel is the greatest message that has ever been proclaimed, communicated to mankind all through the generations of man's existence. It continues to be exactly that. The good news of forgiveness and redemption and salvation through our Lord and Savior, God's Son, Jesus the Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote about the gospel. Uh, he preached the gospel. He helped people see the message, the saving message of the gospel. He was uniquely qualified to write about how the gospel can change a person because it changed him. It changed him from being a disbeliever in Christ oh, to becoming an emphatic, ardent believer in Jesus. It changed him from being a violent persecutor of the Lord's church to not only becoming a member of the church that belongs to Christ, but also a champion of the church and one who helped establish numerous congregations during his various missionary journeys. But Saul of Tarsus, well, I should say the Apostle Paul, was not always that Christian. He was not always that ardent believer and dedicated follower of Christ. He was not always a man who believed the gospel and preached it and proclaimed it, proclaimed it regularly and consistently. As I said, he had been a disbeliever. He had been a violent persecutor of Christianity. But the gospel changed his life. In Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 22, we have been studying about in, how in different ways the gospel changed Saul of Tarsus into the apostle Paul, ultimately. In verses 1 and 2, he left, a ma he left Jerusalem, a man who brought suffering to believers in the gospel, to Christians. The first two verses says that Saul 
still breathing threats and murder against the, the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, who were Christians, and particularly Jews who had become Christians, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. I wonder how many of those Christians over that period of time when Paul was persecuting the church that he brought in bonds back to Jerusalem to stand trial, whom he tried to compel, intimidate, to blaspheme the name of Christ, and on some occasions at least voted for their execution. I wonder how many. But Saul changed. He left Jerusalem a man who brought suffering to believers in the gospel. He arrived in Damascus on that particular mission, a suffering man himself for not having believed the gospel. He left Jerusalem a man who could see physically, but he was spiritually blind. He arrived in Damascus after being confronted by the Lord through a bright light, blind physically but beginning to see spiritually. He left Jerusalem confident that Jesus was not the Christ, the Savior, the Son of God. He arrived in Damascus shaken to his very soul, beginning to see his error. He left Jerusalem confident of his own righteousness in the way he was living, persecuted Christians, he arrived in Damascus, a man trembling at the gravity of his sin. One more way he changed. He left Jerusalem under the authority of a priest without God's authority. He arrived in Damascus, beginning to submit to the authority of the high priest, Jesus Christ. In verses 4 through 6, remember again, in Acts chapter 9, he had been confronted by the Lord himself through a bright light. As Saul was riding along, that light had such an effect, it knocked him to the ground. And he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Oh, this was the very Jesus whom Saul had been persecuting so fervently. And now, who was confronting him with the error of his way? He had left Jerusalem under the authority of the Jewish high priest, who was no longer under God's authority. He arrived in Damascus, beginning to change his allegiance to the authority of Jesus Christ as our high priest. In Hebrews chapter 4, 
beginning with verse 14, we read this. Seeing then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Uh, Paul had been loyal to the authority of the high priest in the temple in Jerusalem. He had come to be confronted on the road to Damascus by the true high priest, Jesus the Christ. And he entered Damascus physically blind, but beginning to see spiritually and beginning to submit to the authority of the true high priest, Jesus Christ. How his life was changing. How he was confronted with his error. And we can learn from his example in that he was humble enough to recognize and accept that he had been wrong, profoundly wrong, and that he was willing to repent of his sins and humbly seek forgiveness as the man, the Christian man, whom Jesus sent to teach him the gospel, said, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. And Saul obeyed. He was immersed in the waters of baptism. The blood that Christ shed on the cross was powerful enough to cleanse, forgive, save, even a man like him, who had not only been a disbeliever, but a violent persecutor of Christianity. Saul of Charsus changed. He became a Christian. Not only that, when you go back to Acts chapter 9 again, and you look at verses 20 through 22, he became a dedicated gospel preacher. The gospel had changed his life. He preached that saving and life-changing message of the gospel continuously through the rest of his physical life on this earth. But not only did he become a gospel preacher, he was divinely appointed by the Lord himself as an apostle. And oh, how powerfully he preached the life-changing message of the gospel. We learn so much from the life of Paul, how the gospel can change a person. From being a man who brought suffering to believers in the gospel to a man who became suffering himself for not having believed in the gospel. A man who had been able to see physically but was all the time spiritually blind to becoming a man who for three days was blind physically but in that physical blindness beginning to see spiritually spiritually. 
to a man who had been under the authority of a high priest without godly authority to submit to the authority of the true high priest, Jesus Christ. A man who was confident that Jesus was not the Christ, who became convinced beyond doubt that Jesus is the Christ, our Lord and Savior, the Son of God. The gospel changed him from a man who had been convinced in his own righteousness at persecuting Christians to become a man trembling at the gravity of his own sin in having persecuted Christians and disbelieved in the name of Christ. The gospel can change a person. It can change even you. And it can change people in your life who you recognize need to have their lives changed. Share these lessons with them so they can hear the life-changing message that you have heard. Let's pray. Father, help us to carry that gospel message, that message that is life-changing and eternally hopeful and promising to people all around us. Give us that courage, that strength, and that guidance, we pray, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.